Hello, everyone. I am excited for you to listen to this episode. This finally happened. I've been wanting to do this for a while. This is Belle and I's journey with love, with partnership, the ups, the downs, the sideways, the in-betweens, everything in between, you know, what that comes with. Uh, And we did it. We sat down and we went through a timeline. How did we meet? When did we romantically romantically connect what have we learned together so much more I've always been a big fan of hearing how different couples operate within their partnership both when I was single and in companionship it gives me ideas and inspiration of how I want to be of course I don't take everything but I take things that like oh that's a good idea and it's just some good reminders here so if I would love to hear from you what resonates with what resonates with you from this episode so leave a review if you feel called send me a dm or a carrier pigeon (laughs) whatever whatever works best for you that that's a dad joke by the way um so yeah let's just dive into this i mean here is ben and bell's journey with love and partnership Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with the love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Hello, everyone. This is a special episode. And, you know, we normally say that, but kind of every podcast person says that. But this is truly special because I'm sitting next to all cozy with Belle, the love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) All cozy with blankets on a couch in our new home that we just moved into. And we're going to talk about our love story, how we came together, what we've experienced thus far, our journey and experience of love and partnership. So Belle, thank you for being here, my love. You're so welcome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And this is Belle's second podcast, the first time she also did with me, with our friend Emma, talking about... uh, The retreat. Yeah, the retreat. So this is totally different. And I think that's cool actually to even start of on that note of where we met or where like how we first met and that was from you finding me on a podcast right Mm-hmm. and now we're on a podcast again yeah podcast bringing us together <laughs> so what was that so i just saw somebody that i knew reposted a podcast that you were on with doc gen fit mm-hmm. and I liked what you both were talking about, you know, health, conscious, just positive. And I remember, yeah, I think we talked about when I had her on my, I mean, this was the old show, but her relationship actually and like what she learned from that. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, I just liked it. And so I followed you and that's how we got connected. And then I messaged you. Yep. And I said, thank you for following me, right? Yep. I was like, wow, that's nice. 
Yeah. You know what would be funny if actually we went? Do you think we could scroll back enough and see? Not now. It'd probably take like a whole day. We've DM'd a lot, babe. Are you trying uh, to do, well, I'm gonna to do I'm gonna quick? keep I'm gonna keep scrolling while we talk, um, and then, babe, you'll be distracted. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I just I think I know it could be a long time. It's actually going pretty fast. I'm scrolling. Yeah, over the past year, um, <clears throat> but it was Belle's birthday two days ago. Mhm. And so we've been. I want to say our anniversary is technically your birthday. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that point, actually, will you talk about um, we for joining the membership that I had? Yeah. So I liked what Ben was posting and talking about. And then he sent a message saying, so <laughs> I'd followed him in like November of 20... 19 yeah 2019 okay 2019 and then no yeah i did the interview with jen okay so then 2020 yeah 2020 is when the member membership started and we did weekly calls so he sent a message that he was doing it and i joined and thought that it was cool they were just going to be these weekly calls with many different topics there was like breath session money talks like just I liked that it would keep my mind thinking and able to connect with people that um enjoyed like-minded things that I liked and yeah so I joined the membership you found it Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> he just smirked. So October fourth, two thousand nineteen. October fourth, two thousand nineteen. Bell, thank you for the follow. I hope you love the challenges and other content. Please stay in touch. I'd love your input. <laughs> I'm cringing. I think your authenticity is great. It's shining through. Stick to that. Clap hands emoji. That's what I wrote. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yep. So October fourth, two thousand nineteen where it began that's where it began and then the beginning of 2020 i launched a membership which you just you've been talking about joining Mm -hmm. and then we did weekly calls yep and then he messaged me a few weeks into the membership and was like hey i'm going to be hosting a retreat if you're interested um let me know it's in person it's on the beach and i was like (laughs) oh my god i'm so interested when is it and he's like it's in two weeks (laughs) i was like Oh, that's a little yeah too soon for me. And <laughs> so then I said, but I'll be at the next one. And yeah, I continued with the membership for, how long was that? Five months at least? Well, we did it for the a while. The whole year of 2020. And you were the only person that was there. I think you only missed like one week. Yeah, if that. Mm-hmm. And... So then I ended up signing up in like July for the retreat that was the next one, which was in September. And 2020. Yep. And I had never met you in person, just the weekly calls. And then um, we were supposed to go to the mountains. 
and then there were the wildfires in Washington, and so at the last minute, they had to change the retreat to um, Austin, Texas, and then I came here, and that was the first time I met you in person. Yeah, do you remember hugging for the first time? Yeah. What was it like? It was like shaky Uh or something. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Like, I remember, yeah, like the shaky, energetic charge Mm -hmm. of it. Like the, probably just the power that we didn't even know. Mm-hmm. The love that was there that we didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, which we were not feeling that yet. No. Yeah, no. To, yeah to make that clear, yeah, we didn't. Wasn't love. I mean, I definitely sight. thought, I was like, I knew that you were like definitely like attractive and all the, all the things. But yeah, it was like, mm-hmm. it was strictly, what do they call that? platonic mm-hmm. and then do you remember what happened when you left the retreat yes so then i left the retreat and then um a few weeks went by and ben said hey can we do a follow-up call and i was like well yeah. then when you left the retreat leave the retreat you felt something for what well for actually you? it's a, actually it's important to note when I was driving the big van in the retreat because we had 16 people. You sh- you sat in the front seat. In the front seat. You f- sat in the front seat and shotgun and like were the co-pilot. The co-pilot and the like g- giving me directions, like telling me where to turn and stuff. For the whole weekend. Yeah, for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Which is a which I is re- it's weird going back to that because it's like it's so different. Mm-hmm than now but it was really cool to see to even flash back to that moment the foreshadowing the foreshadowing of us like we were i was driving and you were co-piloting mm-hmm. that really is cool though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but then like when you were saying bye i thought you said something about you didn't want to leave oh yeah i definitely didn't want to leave but i was also in a stage in my life where I didn't like anything coming to an end. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, that was just something that would happen anytime I did anything. I didn't want anything to end because there's probably a fear of like, I'll never have it again. And mm-hmm. um, maybe like deep down, maybe it's like maybe good won't come again or something like Mm-hmm. so and i just like appreciate and enjoy like like i knew that that i know that those retreats like all those people won't be in that situation in the same space ever again yeah. the way it is so yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to leave and i didn't want to leave because like i enjoyed you and i didn't live near you at all and i truly was like maybe i'll never see him again <laughs> Mm-hmm. and just like this was fun but yeah and then you said I called you so I don't remember this exact part but a couple of weeks later I texted you and said hey can you jump on a call yeah and I just thought it would be a follow up a follow up about the retreat I'm tangled one moment 
Yeah, so I thought it would be a follow-up about what I, um, what the retreat was like for me, almost like feedback for you. Oh, okay, okay. And then we got on the call and you're like, so tell me how's life since the retreat? And I was mm-hmm. like, good, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I was feeling all good and then you're like, okay, well... I actually have a question for you. I'm looking to um, hire someone to help me within my business. Like, would you be interested? Be like part time. And I was like, oh, I'm so honored. Mm-hmm. And of course, I said yes. Well, and to give people even more of at the retreat. So, Belle she was an attendee she wasn't working it but i there she was the one like you cleaned up the kitchen like everyone else went to bed and you were staying up cleaning up the kitchen and i remember that stood out and like you when we were you provided you created curated a beautiful tray of um graham crackers and marshmallows when we like a a platter of it a tray Mm mm-hmm and I, I think I created the whole s'mores idea. Yeah, the s'mores idea. So I was like, so just even that, I remember that standing out. And so to me at the time, I was like, oh, like this person just stands out. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I remember Adrian. So we came home. So Adrian is the person that we that I teamed up to host the retreat with. And we came back. And... I had already thought about this, but then Adrian said, like, you know, I'm thinking, like, I was thinking, like, Belle could be the next person that we hire. And I was like, you know, I've thought about that, too. And just so you know, like, I I can't remember, but I said something about, like, <clears throat> reaching out to you or that I'm going to reach out to you or whatever. And, and this is the cool part because, like, our family doesn't believe us when we tell this. But it's kind of surprising that we didn't have, like, any like like at at this point like like serious attraction I mean obviously we were being brought together and attracted in ways that we didn't necessarily know felt like an energetic like something with you Mm mm-hmm but, like, I felt that it was just that we were connected as people. Yeah. Remember? So then I wrote, yeah, like, later on, I wrote Ben a birthday card. Uh-huh. And I was like, I've always wanted, like, a connection, like a brother or a cousin. Or a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always... <laughs> like, I couldn't define what it was. Mm-hmm. But I obviously valued, like, our friendship. Yeah, and I love that's how we started. I mean, we literally spent a year on weekly calls like learning and sharing from each other Mm -hmm. with each other yeah and then going to the retreat obviously getting to know each other more and then working with each other Mm -hmm. of like doing weekly calls and like you looking into the work and working on projects for a little bit um that it's cool just to realize like how much closer that brought us Mm mm-hmm and definitely like closer as friends. And then 
um, from there, I, I feel like around the holidays, we didn't work on things as much, did we? Well, okay. So when we left the retreat, one, I knew I wanted to move to Nashville. Oh, yes. yes I was yes. ready to move. I was like planted the seed that I was going to go, but COVID kind of doubled down. And I remember being like, this isn't the right moment or the right month. So I was waiting it out in Minnesota and working for you, working a corporate job. And when I left the retreat, like something on my mind was I had just learned about like feminine and masculine energy. Mm -hmm. And I was really aware that I was like, in my masculine energy a lot of the time and um for me that would show up like with control or with like the driver mentality and the hunter the hunter (laughs) and it was really cool because at the same time ben had actually hired a mentor and he was working on just masculine energy within himself Mm -hmm. as I was working on feminine energy within myself. And so we would get on these weekly calls and, um, yeah, I didn't feel any romantic connection. And then all of a sudden, like the end of November, I would hang up the calls and have like, full rashes and like sweaty armpits and I was like that's weird maybe I'm like hot or nervous and then it would happen again I remember you on the call yeah you were like (laughs) I'm like do I look red am I (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it happened a few call after call and it would only happen when I would get on the phone with you so there was definitely something changing but I wasn't like I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I think he's cute now. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. like I was aware of all these things that I was feeling. But something was changing. And then he said he was going to go to Hawaii for the winter. And I... Excuse me, hiccup. I... So you... We'll try to speed it up a little, but you you get to Hawaii... Yeah, so I get to Hawaii. So my plan when when I was going to Hawaii, so this was November of 2020. And my plan was like, yeah, to spend the winter there. But then as soon as I got there and I got to like my Airbnb, which was a camp and I was supposed to be there for a month, like this glamping tent situation. Yeah. And I immediately knew, I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. (laughs) I was like, but it wasn't just like the living situation. It was... I just immediately knew it was like a, I was going to say like repulsed. Like it wasn't like a, yeah, it was, I guess just repulsive, which is so weird to say, cause I've been to Hawaii twice and I've loved it. That's why I wanted to go there. Yeah. But as soon as I got there and I had the feeling of being there permanently or permanently for a month or two or three or four, I was like, nah, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And so we got on the phone. I remember yeah so you're like yeah i'm in hawaii i'm like oh my gosh is it so amazing you're like i don't know and i remember we were facetiming because i Mm -hmm. saw the beach behind you and you're like i'm just not supposed to be here 
I was like, where are you supposed to be? And you're like, I think I am supposed to go to Austin. When you said that, I like got this like vibe through my whole body of like jealousy. And I was like, you can just do that. You can just like say, I'm not supposed to be in Hawaii. I got to go to Austin and like do it. Like I was just in shock and jealous and kind of like feeling stagnant myself and mm. I was like oh my gosh so you're like yeah I think I'm gonna do it and we talked like the next yeah. day you're like yeah I leave tonight you know like <laughs> you were just already out of there and yeah yeah it was five days later I bought it so I bought a one-way ticket there with no idea when I was gonna come home and then left five days later mm-hmm. and I said to my mom on the phone that day I was like yeah Ben's gonna go to Austin and I wish I could just go like share an Airbnb with him mm-hmm. or something like to see if I like it and trial living there. And she's like, just ask him. So I wrote to you mm-hmm. and then you're like, how funny. I was just booking my Airbnb right now. Do you remember that? No. I mean, yes, but I don't remember like, exactly where I was, but I remember this conversation. And then, um, so Ben was going to go like in two days. I mean, he, you were like on the move and I, had some things planned and this was now in December. And so I said, oh, I wouldn't be able to go until January. And so Ben went there for the month of December then. And then you enjoyed it so much you knew you were going to move there. And then I just kept having the whisper like, I know I'm going to move there. Like I know there's some reason I'm not going to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And I just can feel that I will move to Austin so the end of December I said that to you on a call and then we hung up the call and you're like I got a message right away from you group chatting Emma and I together saying we would be great roommates and then I found my roommate and moved a month later yeah but do you want to tell a story of how you moved well as far as what inspired you at the retreat at Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreat? Yeah. So, um, I went to Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreat and, and this was January, 2021. Yeah. All of these could be their own podcasts. So I'm trying <laughs> to like just hit the highlights of these. Well, it's just crazy. It's fun to talk about it like in a timeline because it really is like all the divine orchestration. Mm hmm. It's crazy. Like it really is perfect. Like all of these things to build on to the next thing to lead us where we're supposed to be is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually like in November, I said to you, I said, yeah, my mom's going to this guy. It's his oh, name yeah. is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Do you know him? And you were like, yeah, I know him. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and then I was like, yeah, she wants me to come. And you're like, if you can go, you should go. I remember you saying that because it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? Like, he thinks this would be cool? Like, I'll go if it's something, you know, like I trusted you. I liked what you talked about for a year or so. <laughs> anyway, so my mom said you should come, but it was full. And we have a condo in Marco Island on Marco Island, which is where the week-long was. Yeah, where the week-long retreat was in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was not in. I was on the wait list. And I thought, I'll come be at the condo. And if I get in, then I'll go. Otherwise, I'll work from the patio. I was still working remotely then. And, you know, I just thought it would be good whatever happened. But I definitely felt I would go. And then the morning of, like, the event started... They sent an email to everyone saying, we're full. Don't come up and ask. (laughs) Like, it's closed. And I was a little bit let down. My mom had already checked in. Mm -hmm. And the event started in about three hours. And I was walking down the sidewalk on the beach. And all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see this woman. And I recognize her. And she was actually a woman that led a breath session at the retreat I went to of Ben's in Austin. Christy. Who will will help with or be a part of the couples retreat we have coming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's incredible. And so it was Christy and Colin, her partner, and they were walking and I just ran up without hesitating and was like, oh my gosh, hello, are you going to this? Like introduced myself and they said yeah we are are you and I said no I'm not in yet and Colin looked me dead in the eyes and he's like do you believe you're supposed to be in that room (laughs) and I was like yeah and he's like well then you go you go up there and tell him you go get yourself in there and I was like you can't just do that like in my Mm -hmm. mind he's like that's what all this is about (laughs) yeah literally and I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm about to be like, did you see the email? They just said you can't do that. And then I went back and told my mom like what had just happened. And she's like, well, are you going to do it? I was like, hang on. I just need to breathe because <laughs> I know if I go in there, I'm going to get in. And it was crazy. I actually had a stimulus check hit that morning. And I mean, I had money. I don't remember that. That's cool. Yeah. Like literally that, that morning. morning. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know it was coming. Like I just was like, oh, wow. I had more money in my bank account. That's like crazy. Like the 1400 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. And so I was like, well, I have the money. I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm whatever. So I go in and I get in and it's easy. And I start and I have an amazing experience and like completely yeah just very you're a big fan of I the am work a huge fan <laughs> i didn't even know what i was going to true, yeah truly like um but the people i met were there were like just so special to me and um every meditation was different from the next for my own experience and in one of them later in the week um I was told you have to quit your job on Monday. This is in a meditation. In a meditation. And yeah, just this voice came like, you're going to quit. You have to quit on Monday. And I was like, I'm not going to quit. Like I heard it clear and I was like, okay, I'm going to push this aside because I'm not (laughs) quitting my job. I'm 10 days from being 26, which means I go off health insurance of my dad. I need my Mm -hmm. health insurance from my work. I, you know, have a consistent 
um, paycheck. Like I, I just, I had a million reasons why it would be dumb for me to quit. Well, even side note, you didn't give any notice when you told your work you needed a week off. Right. Because you literally, that was Sunday morning. Yeah. Midday Sunday. Yeah. Midday Sunday. And I basically wrote to them that night after it had already started. And I said, like, I won't be there Uh online this week. And they were not happy. And I understand that. But there was just no way that I wasn't going. Yeah. Like, but truly, like, I never thought I would, like, get in trouble. Like, or I don't know. I just felt like. You were so sure. Yeah. I had enough vacation. I had, I don't know. So anyway, so I get a message that I need to quit my job and I'm like, no, no, no. And I move Mm -hmm. on with the rest of the event and just have incredible, incredible experience. And Monday morning comes and I'm back at work and on online and it was just like word vomit. And I just learned so many new tools about like what it's like to surrender and like trust the divine and I knew that I never fully gone all in Mm. in actually trusting it like I've still controlled or tried to manage both you know keeping myself safe and saying I'm trusting Mm -hmm. and yeah I just basically word vomit quit like called a meeting with my boss and quit. I was shaking. I was like sweating. I was the most afraid I've ever been, but I couldn't not quit. It was weird. Yeah. And I did that on Monday. And I remember that night sitting in the condo and I just was like, okay, I surrender. Like if I'm supposed to move, like I trust that I will be, supported and guided and I was like I actually was like doing it like an experiment Mm -hmm. where I was like I will fully trust and I want to see if this works the way Mm -hmm. that I've just learned and that was like Monday night Tuesday I wake up to a message from Emma (laughs) of the perfect apartment and she's gonna go to it in an hour long story short we like basically had it by that night I mean, we had to apply and all those things, but this perfect thing in our budget, in our location, like the most perfect little thing fell together. And that was just a little bit of excitement to keep me going. And I knew that I was going to move to Austin then in two weeks. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's like we're reciting these things because they've happened already. Mm-hmm. But in those moments, it really is. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud of you, babe. And thanks for making those decisions. Yeah. Thank you. For for yourself and also for me. Yeah. Because it's wild. Just even that one decision, right? Of. But I love how you said it. Like there was no. It's like you couldn't quit. And we were having a discussion. Couldn't not quit. You couldn't not quit. Yeah. And that's how I feel about other things. We're having a conversation in bed about, or about trusting. Was that in bed? I don't know. But it was like, that's just how I feel. 
about a lot of things in life. It's just like, well, I cannot not do this. It's just like, there's like, this is what I know. Even if there's no justification, no, no reason, it doesn't make sense. But I think there are so many people that still find a way to not listen to it. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, yeah, it's just beautiful to get that clear of messages. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's being guided. Mm-hmm. And then you came down to Austin mm-hmm. close to your birthday. Yep. And got, the- got here on the 29th. My birthday was the 30th. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I said, I sent you a message that said essentially, Hey, because I know you just moved here. I'll like, I'd love to treat you for your birthday. Yeah. So I came over on the afternoon of my birthday. And what happened then, babe? (laughs) Well, we were going to go paddleboard. Yep. But that was so fun. And then he gave me, he was going to give me a tour of his apartment. So I parked there and I remember stepping out of the car and even before when you drove up it was when I stepped out I stepped out yeah maybe (laughs) I was I don't know I got like all of a sudden something Mm -hmm. changed and then when I stepped out of the car like my heart went to my butt (laughs) like (laughs) like I just like something was so different about you like your presence felt different. I felt a different connection toward you. Mm-hmm. And I was very distracted by it because I was not expecting it. And then he like gave me an apartment tour of the whole complex. And I remember just being like, my armpits were sweating again. <laughs> I was like probably rashing out nervous. Like I was just like, what is going on? What is going on? I was so nervous. Mm-hmm. And then we had a really fun pool day. We didn't go paddleboard, but we went to the pool met mm-hmm. a bunch of people yeah and and to be fair is that was also i i i felt that too i was like definitely something's changed mm-hmm. but it was like <clears throat> i mean i worked for you it was kind of like yeah so that's what felt weird. different yeah i was like because I, I i felt it but then it's like honoring that space or like not to overstep I'm just and like yeah like what is this like what is this feeling what am I feeling mm-hmm. and then essentially the night went on well at the pool we had talked about like men and vulnerability oh I don't remember that with, yeah and okay. we just spoke about like men being vulnerable oh yes because then like later in the night <laughs> Ben like all cute was like okay I'm gonna be vulnerable I'm gonna say it I'm feeling something between us but I don't want to like be forward or make any make you feel uncomfortable at all which was so sweet I like chuckled because it was so like respectful mm-hmm. and then had our first kiss and <laughs> rest is history <laughs> the rest is history and the end and the end that was just the beginning babe yeah um and then, yeah, from that point, I love how we're at this point. Like, man, like, where do we go from here as far as, like, definitely. Let's take, like, a five-minute pause. Okay. We'll come back. Five-minute pause. Break time. 
What's up, fam? Two quick announcements. So we have a couples retreat coming up. So if you and your love are feeling called to get off the grid, get away from the busy schedule and dive into some intimate and dedicated connection with each other, this is the thing for you because we're going to connect deeply, more deeply than ever, and you're going to discover what is holding you back from connecting more vulnerably with your partner, which I guess and will hint that it probably has something to do with fear. (laughs) And also, this is going to be big on communication. One of the days is dedicated to communication, about learning each other's communication styles and how to communicate more effectively as a couple. And then we also have a day dedicated to celebration, which is begin practicing what you've learned and have some fun, like celebrate your love. It doesn't have to be so serious all the time. Um, I have two amazing mentors coming, Christy Woods, who's a one of a kind medicine woman. Um, Oh man, that stuff is going to be juicy with her. Like the feminine is going to be on fire. And then my mentor, Ra, who I have worked a lot with, Belle and I have worked with, um, as well in couples counseling. He brings a wealth of knowledge with and wisdom with um, astrology and the masculine and feminine energies. And what's really cool is that each couple will get one-on-one time with Ra. They will get two. So you're going to get two one-on-one sessions with Ra. So this is really unique. We're going to spend four days. It's in Austin. Well, just outside of Austin on Lake Travis. Um, So if you're looking for some connection, communication, some celebration, uh, this is it. Like, oh man, like I'm so excited. Like I wish, I'm sure there are, there are other couples retreats out there, but I always want to put something together that I want to attend. And this is like the dream thing. Like this house is incredible. Um, the workshops, the, and the other set. So there's eight couples total. And the other seven couples that you get to meet, like that's going to be such another powerful experience, like meeting other conscious couples. So if this hits, you're just like, what do I want to say? Like part of you that you can't imagine not being there, then go to the link in the show notes or the link in the description and you can go apply. And then I'll, then if everything matches up, and aligns then i will send you the link to sign up and just fyi like coming to this retreat isn't a sign of how poorly your partnership is going if anything it's a reflection of your love and devotion to your partner the relationship and yourself because every couple needs to actively create the connection they desire if they want to like thrive and flourish as a unit so no matter how in love you feel or how long you've been together Carving out space for your connection to blossom is essential, and this retreat is just that. This is the space where you will reconnect like never before and step away from the distractions of the world and expand into the love that you already know exists. Uh, So, yeah, baby, I would love to see you at the couples retreat because this is something I personally can't wait to attend, not only lead and host, but be part of the energy with the other couples and the other mentors that are coming to bless us with their incredible wisdom. And the other announcement is heart opener. So whether you are in a relationship or not, heart opener is a 12 week ceremony that is going to activate the infinite love that lives within you. So if you have a fear of being hurt 
of being left, of being alone, of being abandoned. And you feel if you're in a relationship and you feel disconnected, you always worry about them leaving. You can't be yourself in it. You have lost yourself in the relationship or anything like that in the past. Uh, this is this program is for you like this is completely unique it's a felt experience like heart opener is dedicated to those people who want to love fiercely who want to love like never before who want to truly feel the depths of that love that is all around them and within them um so if that hits and sings to your heart that link is also in the description or the show notes. Uh, and that begins really soon. So if you are hearing this, I would go sign up immediately because it is closing soon. And that program is called Heart Opener. The link is in the show notes. All right, y'all, let's get back to the convo with me and Belle. All right, we're back from our break for our scheduled program. Thanks for joining Ben and Belle. Ben. Expel. Expel which was our calendar invite for our weekly meetings <laughs> when we weren't together. And where we left off was... <clears throat> once I moved to Austin. Yeah, once you moved to Austin. And the first few months were definitely just us just dipping our toes in the water, trying to figure out what we were and what we were feeling. Yeah. I definitely had the thought running through my head often of us starting to open up a romantic container and I was thinking like well, committed because we're already romantic you mean like a partnership yeah, I'm saying relationship like as this was as we were opening as oh, we okay. were in that phase of like starting to be romantic with each other mm -hmm. I was just having the thought of like well I know there is a purpose for this mm -hmm. even though like i truly thought it would be short-lived um mostly because you were nothing like a guy i dated <laughs> at all which means what um well like you touched on before like the whole thing of me being in my masculine is like every guy i've ever been with or dated um i hunted them out knew i wanted them yeah. found a way to get them and I got him. And so ultimately, like, I was never chosen. Mm -hmm. And that was felt without me knowing. That was the dynamic of my relationships. And it was interesting with this one. Man, I wish we could go back to, like, some of these points. Because it was, it was truly just us, like, experimenting in the most conscious relationship either of us have ever been in obviously still mm -hmm. but at that point it was still so new of like i remember we this might have been on the way to get my furniture or we were on a drive somewhere else mm -hmm. and we talked about how we can't hide from each other this is before we were like technically like officially partners right mm-hmm yeah, we had just had a late night conversation where something came up and 
I remember it was like opening up an uncomfortable conversation that was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I completely remember I was sitting on your bed and I completely froze. Mm-hmm. I like couldn't talk. What was your response that you used to do? Oh, you would cover your face. You don't really do that anymore. Yeah, Which is actually cool to reflect on. You don't do that anymore. Yeah, I would cover my face a lot. Yeah, you would cover your face when you were speaking like a vulnerable truth or expressing if something. If I would get really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's cool you don't do that anymore. Even though I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was having a night like that where like I just... Like he was asking me these things and could see and... I don't remember the topic, but it was like confronting to me and I was like really uncomfortable and just mute. Like I couldn't, Mm -hmm. my brain wouldn't work. I couldn't communicate. I was nervous. I was just like cornered and shut down. Would you say that's a trauma response or how would you define that? Yeah. A trauma response for like fear response, whatever, not. feeling safe but like it's not a thing about you yeah it's just that like i had never really explored true safety Mm -hmm. yet isn't that interesting and i mean we'll get into more of that too but definitely for on my own like for me like and like that feeling of not being able to hide i mean i definitely was afraid and i'm that manifested with me now I can realize it was like a fear of commitment and abandonment abandonment and like intimacy which was like me trying to keep you at some like at bay which would be like because I think a lot a lot of our conversations because when we started out was like like there were gaps in communication Mm-hmm. Not that that's like bad or wrong, but I feel like as we went on, weren't there some type of like gaps in communication or something and like seeing each other? Probably. I remember you saying something about that. Oh, like you would not communicate with me. Yeah. Unless we were in person with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you weren't having to be like a boyfriend, a partner to me. So, yeah, and I just, yeah, there was just a lot of gray zone for a while. Yeah, the gray zone and what we've learned, we're going to share more about this later, but working with my mentor my that I worked with, Masculinity, his name is Ra, who will also be at the couples retreat. That's funny. Ra Miel. Didn't even plan it. We mm-hmm. talked about Chris, Christy and Ra. But... Um, we learned with him, like we learned each other's astrology charts in depth. And he how, helped Ben and I break ours down. Yeah, he helped. Like we had, you know, couples counseling sessions with him and learning about each other's chart. Like mine is trying to figure it out, like trying to define it quickly. And I also know that has to do with the fear of abandonment is like I need to figure this out so I can categorize it and move forward are you in or you out yeah you in or you out like being uncomfortable with that um but also like not committing is also kind of like a fear of abandonment as well Mm -hmm. so um and then so we had um had these conversations where we were like 
triggered into <laughs> different responses and ultimately it was like the first relationship where he like held like uncomfortable amounts of time and space for you, you for mean? me to mm-hmm. just like feel it and actually kind of like poked at me to try to understand it do you remember one of those times yeah what was one well i don't know what it was about but i just remember the conversation feeling mm-hmm. and that was kind of what you were saying of the beginning of this conversation of like we couldn't hide from each other mm-hmm. because we both were holding each other to like new standards where ways that worked before weren't like working anymore. Yeah. As far as how we operated in previous relationships and containers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I feel like that is where I was getting tripped up and I was saying like, because I wasn't used to it. I thought something wasn't, was wrong or like it wasn't like quote unquote how it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so that was like the doubt of my, like the doubt on my side is because it was like, this isn't how, whatever that means, like this isn't how it's supposed to be as far as, but it was all it was, was just uncomfortable healing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is so ironic that's like that's exactly what i wanted but as soon as i got it it scared me yeah and it was hard to define that that's actually what it was yeah because when you're in it you don't like see it that way i mean it took a while after for us to be like wow that's what's really going on Mm-hmm. um how did you feel in those mo- moments babe like in what moments or like, what do you in, mean? Cause I know you just said, I know her for, I remember you saying like, I know her in this for a reason and I trust whatever happens that it'll just be what it's supposed to be. I mean, I just kept saying like, yeah, like I'm still enjoying being with you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's not really anything wrong, but I also was like, I, one, I was like not in the headspace of looking for a relationship. So mm-hmm. I just got to a new city. I kind of had some fun energy. I felt youthful and excited to meet people, um, friends, and just be my open energy. And um, I was not thinking of being in a committed partnership mm-hmm. until we were at our friend Brooklyn and Wyatt's wedding. <laughs> And all of a sudden I looked at Ben and like, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm in love with him. And that was so shocking. And that's when I said to him that I was like ready for partnership if he was. Mm -hmm. And I think the next day we talked more seriously and you were like, quote, you said, quote, (laughs) I just don't think I can get there with you. Mm hmm. I didn't even say I loved you yet. I just was thinking it. I just meant like, let's be committed. I said, I just don't think I can get there with you. And I was like, okay, well, that's your answer. 
and it was really awkward because like mm-hmm. we still had all these like plans and like even a day and i think like it just like abruptly ended the day that we thought we were like ending mm-hmm. and of just trying to be friends again yeah and we were like i was just more like i'm not i can't convince him to get mm-hmm. there you know that's his answer so that's that and he left and I like sobbed. I was so sad. Mm-hmm. I remember being like hysterical. And I was so shocked that I even cared that much. <laughs> I was. And then within that week, we didn't really talk. And then we decided to get dinner one night mm-hmm. and talk. And a week had gone by. And. But do then wanna, I do you want to say something now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I came over to your and Emma's apartment to watch a movie, and then we weren't like. But remember, at Elizabeth Street, you were like, "Wow, wow, you're doing so well! Wow!" You like just kept being in shock that restaurant. I was like, "Okay." Do you remember that? Vaguely, I don't remember why I thought that though. You were like, you said like the way I was looking at you was like piercing Mm. and you were very like uncomfortable with my sovereign energy or something. Yeah. And see, I think even honestly that, I mean, that goes back to like the triggering stuff at the beginning, the the triggering stuff, which was part of that. Like you were just in that open free space and it wasn't like needy. And so that also triggers me of like not being needed Mm. maybe that could have been it and so then i like i don't think i was ever clingy but my energy was probably a little bit like that Mm -hmm. i've definitely been like that like in the past because you weren't like that toward me though i will reflect okay thank you yeah um and so then you had came over for the movie Came over for the movie, and then after the movie ended, we talked for how long? Oh, my God. Don't you think it was, like, three in the morning? Yeah, it was long. It was, like, hours. Yeah, we talked for hours vulnerably, (laughs) more vulnerably than we ever had. Mm -hmm. And I know that was, like, perfectly supposed to happen, like, to present that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it really started with you sharing something that you'd... I haven't shared. Yeah, but you asked about it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to share it. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> scared of what? I just was scared. Like, if we're not even going to be together, like, I uh, don't need to tell you my deep, vulnerable uh, stuff. You know? Uh-huh. Like, but I also knew that that was maybe the block, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, it oh, was both. Well, because we said there was something, like, in the way. Yeah, we both could feel there was something... Did restricting we? us from going deeper yeah we both said about something in the way i remember that and for me it was like really something that was like a past um relationship that energetically was lingering yeah even though i was not going to be with this person um and yeah so after that night i think we felt much closer Mm-hmm. And we kind of just went like deeper than even before. Yeah. And will you let's comment on the fact of 
how when you get the thing that you want and there's not like adrenaline or chaos of how like there's definitely like a passionate love and connection but because there's not like these huge peaks of oh my god this is like just complete euphoria nothing's wrong and then like yeah like going into the pits or like an argument or something blows up yeah there's so much like push and pull in our society to like relationships but and that's usually what's defined as like passion yeah and you know like even when you are first dating people or dating around it's like such a game Mm -hmm. and so relationships start tactically and like a game (laughs) and if you think about it it's always like a question and a wonder and I think like that's what's so fun is like you and I really did have a friendship like I Mm -hmm. knew you before I knew you so well and um So by the time I felt like safe enough and we were just like connected in a deeper way, it's like we didn't have things that were like charging. Charging. Or yeah, like we just, I think, I think like also part of our energy is just that we're very like love, we are level with each other or something. Like, I just feel like there's no, like, like, I would come home after hanging out with you and talk to Emma Mm -hmm. and, like, girl talk. She'd be like, how was it? How was it? And I'd be (laughs) like, it was good. Yeah. I like him. It was fun. (laughs) And she'd be like, I just don't feel like you're, like, that into it. And she would Mm -hmm. say that all the time. And I was like, it would make me second guess it because I'd be like, Mm -hmm. maybe I don't actually like him. But, like, I was enjoying it and, like, really... I just, yeah, it felt, everything felt great, but it wasn't like that, like, I'm obsessed. Oh my God, he's my husband. (laughs) Like, seriously, so many girls, like we do that. We like read it from date one of like, yes, they could be everything. And so why do you think we do that? In society? Like whatever, girls, everybody. Yeah. Why is that? Like, the, why does there have to be like an obsession? Why does love equal obsession, chaos, roller coaster, adrenaline? It's just probably stories we've been told and feelings that we feel based on things that maybe haven't been healed yet. And like, I think part mm-hmm. of it is like, no girl ever wants to look stupid, so you don't want to look like you're wasting your time. So you start to paint the picture that this person is everything and then you're creating expectations and then it's a whole tunnel. But mm. that's, that's interesting about things we haven't healed. What I heard when you said that is like as a collective mm-hmm. is like literally our own fear of pain and abandonment and all the fun stuff mm-hmm. that comes with that. Like as a collective, that's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's where jealousy probably come in. That's where neediness comes in. That's codependency comes in. All the fun stuff. And it's all games. Mm. It's like, yeah, just so many games. 
So at Brooklyn and Wyatt's wedding, when you knew that you loved me, was it just a feeling or something that you're like, was there a moment? I just like kept hearing and feeling it like all night. Uh, And that photo we have from that night together is pretty powerful too. Mm -hmm. There's that energy behind it. Yeah, we have a few of them. Um, Yeah, I just liked going with you there. I felt like you were my partner there. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to like continue that. Like I knew that I liked it. Mm -hmm. And that I could like be by your side or have you by my side. Uh I liked that. And then for, I did a retreat in Sedona in May. And that was the first time I had you come like help at a help at a retreat yeah and then i mean we don't need to go into like we definitely like quote unquote healed i don't want to say quote unquote because it really was healing like even for us of stepping in like in those containers together as leaders but we weren't technically official until that retreat yeah, as far as you and I had not had a clear discussion mm-hmm. of us being like fully committed to each other. Do you feel comfortable sharing like what you felt when we went there? Yeah, we went there and it was like this unspoken we're together in our life. We had kind of entered dipping our toes around our friends that we are together. Mm-hmm. But then when I went and was helping Ben, it was, you know... 12 introductions of this is bell <laughs> and it just like felt off-putting and i felt not, like it wasn't my my partner yeah like and yeah. i was like but i guess i'm not that and then i mm-hmm. just felt like kind of let down and really like okay so i kind of feel that i am when we're in austin but like i'm not now and you know you were trying to be professional of course yeah. and um, holding such a professional stance and I was like yeah but this is real and like let's just be ourselves and mm-hmm. um, so that was like a huge weekend just even being there because we shifted and ultimately became fully committed to each other and that was something that unfolded from the retreat yeah, and there's definitely already a theme. We haven't even got to everything yet. So, but just remember, like, for people listening, <clears throat> I just want to, part of, like, I, yes, I just want to have this conversation with you, but also as an inspiration for people, and whether they're in a romantic relationship or not, or no matter what phase they're in, of like these moments where, we could have said like, Oh, something's wrong. Let's just, let's just end it. Or like, let's not lean back into it. Let's not be curious about it. I feel like all these, all of these moments are opportunities for for us to get closer. Mm -hmm. And that's what we chose to do. Yeah. We tried to kind of undo it a few times, but ultimately like we did get closer because, and for me, the biggest thing is like, having someone else who's committed to that Mm -hmm. that's honestly like if there's any secret if there is one i don't think there is but is just having 
like honestly having you well, someone else is like committed mm-hmm. to the expression to the feeling to the healing to the, doing the work is that's that makes all the difference because mm-hmm. i yeah that that seriously makes when you have two people who are committed to do that is what's helped me the most Mm -hmm. do you agree i agree (laughs) and then if you fast forward to uh should we fast forward to the festival Mm -hmm. and then fast a month or two later um two months month and a half yeah month or two later as you went to this festival with um with our friends, the Hollies, which you also work for, mm-hmm. life assistant nanny. And it was this awesome experience. And I, I was excited for you to go. And you can give more context after this. But I remember it was Friday night. I was home in my apartment. It was an overnight weekend. Yeah, you were. it was camping. Like you were there for three nights or four. Whatever. Like you were... You traveled to help take care of the baby, the baby Luca. And I remember it. There was still like, I was still holding back a little bit. And I owe to be honest is like, I'm always finding new levels of vulnerability and intimacy and, um, true expression and just in the relationship and out. Like, I feel like that's never ending of like recommitting and recalibrating just showing more and more and being more and more of myself over and over and over again. But this was a big moment of just like, man, I feel like I'm just not like, so I remember being in my apartment in a meditation on Friday night, (laughs) Friday night. Like I had this emotional meditation. I was, it was like dark. I was like staring out into the city with gratitude. And I remember I sent you a text of man, like just, I'm so in love with you. Like I'm all in even more than I was like, I can't believe this, like this feeling. I just love you so much. Do you remember anything else that the text said? Did you see it that night even? Oh, yeah. No. So I had bad service and low oh, yeah. charge. Yeah. Cause there's so, like, no. And it was a very like, nope, I'm camping. There's no clocks. There's no, and just very yeah. present weekend. And I was immersed. Uh, yeah, you immer- you were immersed, which we weren't ready for. And this was definitely like a triggering thing mm-hmm. for me. Like the fear. I, get, I didn't realize it was a fear of abandonment until I've studied it a lot more. But it was of like, if someone doesn't respond to you, you immediately think something's wrong. And it's like you go to the worst case scenario and you prepare your, I'm going to say your, myself, because in this case it was, prepare myself for disappointment and think like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, what did I do wrong? Like, like preparing myself for disappointment and for hurt. Um, but as soon as I sent this text, would you want to talk about like your night or your feeling or your experience? Yeah. So, um, I was there ultimately to work and if Sarah wanted to stay in the agreement was that then I would go out and she, felt like staying in on Friday. So I felt very excited and very alive. Mm -hmm. And I went out and partied and danced and Mm -hmm. had so much fun and um, tapped into 
the deepest depths of new levels of myself, of my connection to myself, of my connection to my body, to my connection to my essence. And honestly, like, just was so in love with myself, not mm-hmm. narcissistically, just like an appreciation and, um, it was just such a transformative night for me that like in a selfish way, I was just so immersed in that. And I also just like felt that I forever changed, Mm -hmm. even though that always was in me, but I felt I forever changed and I like didn't know how to integrate all of that. I was feeling, I didn't know how I would ever be, the bell that you even knew and loved ever again because I felt that dramatically like awakened or different. Mm-hmm. So like what did you feel and think during during that? Um, I mean it wasn't during during the Friday night or what do you mean? Yeah or just like Saturday morning or what? Oh yeah I just I mean I was just like so 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 present yeah. That I didn't feel. I mean, I know I didn't show up like as an equal partner in communication that weekend. And I really just felt like a little bit of energy of like, whatever. I'm just like going all in on me right now. And. um, Yeah, it was a little bit of a selfish exploration weekend that i didn't mm-hmm. communicate fully mm-hmm. and well yeah we didn't, i didn't even know yeah we didn't even know fully what i was going to yeah so. exactly and but also like because of what you said of like you felt so new that you felt like so different more you yeah. that was like i can't go back to being the same or something like that so it was like mm-hmm. there's gonna be have to there's going to be have to something has to change and like but what was that thought yeah and i just i just didn't know if you could meet me where i had transformed to there we go and i really just was like i don't think we're a match like it felt like the lighting of the beginning of me and i felt that i was like going to continue to go and I felt you were like still standing there. And I was like, I just, I don't think we're a match. I want a partner that is going to explore depths of him and th- th- like a million, th- like. Yeah, these types of experiences and parts of self. Yeah. And which, of course, translates like for me, it was like. And when you, when you came home, you were literally like, you slept for like three days straight. Yeah. I was so, (laughs) I was so exhausted, but I also was so overwhelmed. Oh, there's so much. There's just so much going on internally. Yeah. And I had to like process and integrate. And ultimately I believed that when I was coming home, I was going to end it with Ben. Why? because I had that feeling of, I don't think we will connect the same way. Yeah, that's um, interesting. 
what do you think that was like that thought or that belief of like we can't connect the same way again was just because like the assumption that i wouldn't go there yeah and i just felt like you had resistance i did for a lot of (laughs) i absolutely did a lot of things i mean not just like oh i want a guy who parties like that sounds it's not like a thing like that like it's not like ben doesn't drink ben doesn't smoke (laughs) doesn't drink coffee like i knew what i was into (laughs) like i like loved and appreciated you it wasn't that but it was the fact that yeah i just really wanted that like free expansive like level of myself to be seen and appreciated and i felt like in some way you just weren't ready for it yeah and see going back to these moments is really helpful because it's like we've already 10x that probably but going back to that moment i was like you're a little judgmental yeah i was judgmental of like what are these like yeah to give people context for if you don't know me already of like yeah like going to bed early it's just like like judging any type of drug or alcohol or um just anything really even fun (laughs) like (laughs) to be straight up honest yeah even like dance expression or like just all of it it's kind of crazy yeah it's like and that's just such a great reminder even for now like last summer which was cool this helped spark this as like Mm -hmm. release judge that's when i started making the i made the intention to release judgment Mm -hmm. and now it's helped so much of like i have released a lot of judgment but totally is it helps now of like now i'm so aware of when i judge something and now i just like stay open and curious about it i'm like maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's if that's cool for them like whatever but yeah i remember i was definitely like triggered i was like because i wanted it to work it, it's just why he could feel me <laughs> slipping away yeah and that goes back to like even that grasping mm-hmm. i think too right it's like no don't leave but also like i was aware of that yeah and so for me to like practice like okay like just show up be here try not to freak out take care of her allow her space but also like hey i have needs desires boundaries too you know Mm -hmm. like just being in that dance like this really is a dance like it really is Mm -hmm. um but yeah it is definitely like i was scared Mm mm-hmm yeah, when I landed that night, Ben was like, he picked me up at Flowers, all sweet. and He just wanted to talk. You know, he wanted to hear all about it. And I really was to like, talk. yeah, I was like, tell me. I want to know. to know everything. <laughs> so I can feel safe. <laughs> that I, and I, I couldn't even make a sentence together. I was that exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't give that to you. I mm-hmm. need sleep. I think I slept for like like 15 hours or something crazy Mm -hmm. so what do you think you what made you stick with it then i haven't asked you this um so i'm interested yeah so there were like five days then after i got like rested again (laughs) and back like kind of to normal Mm -hmm. um where i just felt like so passionate toward you you 
we just we were, were so like connected and i was like i was a little like oh crap <laughs> like <laughs> this is making everything harder mm-hmm. but i think just quick note that's a testament to even the feminine and the essence that you atta- that you connected with yeah uh, of how powerful that is yeah it was very vibrant and mm-hmm. um yeah i think we just i think like when we were physically together like we connected more and more and more mm-hmm. every single day and i just think i kept the door cracked mm-hmm. and i kept saying like I don't know. I'm just feeling it out. And then I started like second guessing, like the fact that I wanted to be done. And I'm trying to think like what, what really brought me back. I think it's just the fact that I didn't quit. Like something that I learned in our sessions with raw Mm-hmm is that like part of my chart and astrology and personality is that like when I see an out in work and friendship and whatever, mm-hmm. I go for it fully. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that I didn't. And I just, I don't know. It's like, I just like held on and see and like, I can't really explain it. Other and than there's that. part of me like while we're discussing this, is like there's a part of me that's like like deep down I know it isn't but there's a part of me like that's like like societal judgment or something that's like what you doubted the relationship did it's like no that's real mm-hmm. like people doubt like or question or wonder and I think it's so important to one thing that I actually really appreciate that you said to me a few weeks ago is thank you for never shaming me. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what you express, mm-hmm. which means there's like, like you could say something and I'm not like, what the hell? What are you doing? You're crazy mm-hmm. or what? And I think that's part of it too is like me wanting to listen and understand. Yeah. It allows me and it's been just like baby steps of us getting to this, but like mm-hmm. it does allow me to share my truth. And, you know, these are building blocks. Like it took time and experiences to get there. And, um, and something that I also learned is that life is like ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have seasons and that we, that was emphasized with raw too. Yeah. Of like, it's, yeah, there's literal seasons of yeah. in your relationship of like, and if you know that, then you can plan of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Or just know it's like, oh, we're feeling this because of this and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it does pass. Like it like changes again mm-hmm. and it doesn't, you know, like, Yeah. I don't know. I just, it was worth hanging on to, I guess. And, um, not even just hanging on like, cause hanging on kind of feels like gripping or barely hanging on. I was holding on 
to see if we recovered in a way yeah and like we definitely did mm-hmm. i did it wasn't a thing about you it was like if i felt i just think that whole experience of that weekend really like shined light on like so many different angles for us of like mm-hmm. how we want relation what we do want in our relationship what we do want in partnership what we do want what we're not okay with like what we you know yeah. like it just we got so much clearer it was necessary and we got to really like explain how all of it felt to each of us and um and i expressed to you that like i desired like a partnership where i could be that version of myself mm-hmm. and be accepted and in that moment i didn't feel that you would be it and um ultimately through experiences things changed yeah you were open yeah and what was i mean that's the cool thing that i wanted to share as well as like like i've shared like there's the podcast if you want to go listen to it of like my first experience with psychedelics and i sh- share about bell like you even though you expressed that desire you didn't force or control or manipulate me to anything mm-hmm. it was just like hey this is what i this is a desire and what i want to have in a partnership i would love for us to do that but again it, it's just like allowing me to make that decision if or if not i make it yeah for myself yeah and i definitely thought it was a hard no for you <laughs> for a long time but um baby steps you were able to see me in that expression in that form and in that um energy that i had like tapped into and i think you saw that like i wasn't so different i just was like i mean it was literally triggering like yeah it's crazy to go back to and even one of the nights was this a month after yeah it was probably a month after that's for emma's birthday a month after what no 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 this is september this is september so yeah you went out with girls and then that was another night i was like so triggered like i was literally shaking like in bed waiting for you i went back to your apartment to wait for you so you could come home and like you were so appreciative of that that i was gonna be there mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> what what was it that so i know this was the end of august sorry i thought you meant her party no end of august i remember yeah being so like i won't get into like the reasons you didn't do anything wrong it was just my own insecurity but of just like i remember you coming home and i was like shaking yeah in bed i think you your mind had gone into stories oh it, went, it was going down deep story tunnel cycles and i came home and i was very like shocked like i was just caught off guard and again you wanted to sit up and talk and you were (laughs) having deep experiences and um and you were you were just coming home for having fun yeah i was like i just now i'm ready for bed um but yeah i mean we had many nights of like that where one would be triggered and we would you know again not shame the other person hold space mm-hmm. for them try th- to understand 
Yeah, because I think it's so easy for people not to express it or just to suppress it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's nothing. That's definitely what I would have done in the past. Is like, oh, I'm fine. It's okay. But allowing yourself, because we, speaking for myself, like I've done enough. Like, no, like, like I'm feeling this and I'm expressing this because like, I want to move forward. I want to like heal this and I care about like you, mm-hmm. which was different. Like having someone like you has motivated me in a different way. Like more than just like me, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, so those experiences of like, Hey, here's another opportunity to run or to hide or to avoid, but it was, it was a bit mess- messier and perfect. We definitely did our best, but we ended and up in my old codependency patterns. It's like, then also like, as you're experiencing that or how I came home from my festival weekend it's like for me then I want to like dim or fix it like Mm -hmm. dim like you know because I don't want to make you upset and so just allowing um you in those moments to like just feel what you were feeling and me not have to change anything and I think you've done that for me too. It's really awkward at first mm-hmm. when the person won't fix it. Cause you're like, you know, it's not avoid. I'm not saying be avoidant. I'm just saying just like literally listen and like not try to defend or change it. Which is so like foreign mm-hmm. for a lot of us to not try and fix it because it's uncomfortable for us mm-hmm. to deal with it. So as we almost come to the close of part one of this amazing conversation is deciding to move in together. Mm-hmm. And it's fun that we're still within the first week of being in our new place. Mm-hmm. But this happens so organically too. Mm-hmm. What was the first, when did we first start talking about it? I think you, I remember you dropping like two hints (laughs) and you didn't say it straight up, but you were like saying that we should live together. And so I would talk to all my friends like, I can feel Ben's going to like bring it up. I can feel it because I was getting your hints. Mm -hmm. And I actually think you think, thought you were like kind of being clear because like (laughs) then one time you were like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm ready for you mm. to, like, live with me or something. And I just, I remember I had pondered the question for, like, a month. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we can move in together. If anything happened, I could always move out. <laughs> you know, I always have to give myself an out. It's so funny. Yeah, like, because I didn't feel that at all. And we've discussed this recently how like when something is, when a decision is made or just when it's happening, like I can just like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's it. Here we go. Yeah. And there's like little to no hesitation. Well, once we fully are both on the same page and I said yes, then I was like ready to move in the next week. I mean, I was like, okay, let's go now. Which, I mean, 
Yeah, you stayed at my apartment basically all the time. Yeah, from then on. Probably s- last six months mm-hmm. or close For to. For sure, five months. For sure, five months. And then, it, I mean, I know we had, yeah, we did have like one Claire thing, conf- Claire, like conversations like, okay, we're doing this. But even I just kind of felt like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. It was very natural and, um, yeah, felt expansive to our relationship and to us. Uh-huh. And we wrote down on a whiteboard yeah. what we wanted. We knew we wanted a home. Mm-hmm. We'd both been in apartments. Yeah, done with that. Ready to be on the ground floor. So, yeah, we literally wrote three beds, two baths, sunshine, bathtub, bathtub. close to friends. Space to work out. Space to work out. Did we say backyard? Did you say that? Yeah, garden or backyard. Mm-hmm. And, and we're here. Poof. The only thing's potentially what? Not not a workout space? Not yet. Not yet. We can create that in the garage. Yeah. Which might be hot in Texas. Yeah, hot in the summer. Um, do, does anything stand out for about moving into together? To share? Um, I mean, <laughs> there was a little bit of that, like, divine being led. You know, we kept saying, we trust, we trust, we trust that what we are calling in is, like, actually coming. Oh, yeah. And then we were making plan Bs and plan Cs. Yeah, so the month of January we moved your stuff out of your apartment to storage the beginning of January. And then my lease was up at the end of January. And we were in Colorado for half of the month. <laughs> and so and we were gone for almost two weeks with family during Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So it just felt like it wasn't happening and we weren't finding the place online and so we were starting to make a plan where we would put things in storage and rent an Airbnb. Yeah. And we're going to Sedona for the month of March. And then we felt we would find our place when we got back. And that felt safe because it felt it was buying us more time. Yep. But then Ben said, what if we just could get into the house? And I sent him the only house of the whole list that I liked. <laughs> and he went and saw it and... It was perfect, and it is perfect for us. And we're here. Yeah. Isn't that wild? But it's literally like I went and saw the house a week before my lease was up, and then we signed the lease two two days before movers were coming Yeah. to put my we stuff had, in storage. We had movers booked. Like, <laughs> movers were coming. We didn't know where they were putting the stuff. Yeah. I love that we live life that way. I really appreciate I do. I do too. Uh, but. <laughs> Maybe we can just like get the signs a little earlier. <laughs> that was a little stressful. I knew, I knew I would like be okay, whatever happened, but. um, Yeah, I know. I agree. I am happy that we live that way. Mm-hmm. What is the things like that what is like are there still things that about me 
or the relationship like man i can't believe he's like that like something like that or like i continue to surprise you um or one of the ways i mean you definitely you surprise me all the time but i think it's part of like i'm able to see new sides of you and also that like you are even just evolving as a human and a man as a man and as a man <laughs> um so yeah i don't really know a clear answer of that but i yeah i'm definitely surprised by you often <laughs> and that's like the fun of doing these experiences together Mm-hmm. okay so almost the end of almost the end of part one here and it's just getting good and it's yeah because <laughs> we have a big announcement and bef- the biggest announcement the biggest announcement and as we transition into that it's not work related it's not work related <laughs> and we went out for a date was this in November? And I get this is kind of work related here. Uh, just because I'll put out an episode soon about how me and my friend Joe, and also he's the husband of the family you work for, also like great my friend, family now. Yeah, like part boss, part family. Um, joining forces with him and joining his company. And that has been a wild case of synchronicity too. Like just step by step, like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. But this was August. Well, no, when November. I, said I felt something was going to change in your business. Oh, there's actually, that's actually cool. I actually really, that's one thing I've really enjoyed as well. And even I wouldn't mind if you did more is like tap in. Cause you have such a powerful intuition of, and like guidance, even just like when I was doing an Instagram today, you're like, Oh Ben, like say this, try saying this instead. Or mm-hmm. like when you have those nudges, I just trust you a lot in that area. Just to let you know. Thanks babe. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's so in August, in August I was like, hearing you talk about your business and your connection with like male friends mm-hmm. you're just like expressing like hmm, i desire this and i desire this and i was like i just see something changing pivoting in your business like late fall like it's harvest season like remember we were like mm-hmm. oh there's something changing and yeah i wanted deeper relationships with men is what my desire was yeah and that's definitely happened yeah, both of those things have happened. What? The Shifts business. in your business and huge, co- deeper connections with different men. And releasing judgment. Yep. That's pretty cool, making intentions what they can do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I remember you said that and that got me excited. I was like, ooh, like what's coming? Mm-hmm. Like if you can feel it. And then you followed up on it with something in November when we were at dinner. Mm-hmm. Went out for a date. And he told me about this course he was brainstorming about all day. Yep. So so now this course is, it's called Fear Alchemy. It's coming probably 
releasing in April. It's going to be huge. Yes, huge. And he just, he had had such a deep brainstorm day and told me all his ideas and he was really fired up. And I just said, sounds like you're preparing for a baby. (laughs) And I was like, what? Yeah. And And I was like, to give birth, like a project. And that's what. That's what's happening. Ben's giving birth (laughs) to Fear Alchemy. To Fear Alchemy. To Fear Alchemy. All right, y'all. We'll leave you with that, and we'll see you in part two of this beautiful conversation. Belle, thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. with me to have a recorded conversation. Yes, thank you, babe. I love you. Love you, too. Excited for part two. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Part two is coming very soon. And if you're listening to this later, then it's just the next episode in the list of podcasts. So freaking jump in. Don't wait. Dive right in. It's waiting for you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for real for listening. And if you have the urge to spread the good vibes, the loving and expanding wisdom that this episode and podcast has to offer leave a review because you feel inspired to and all right y'all see you soon in the next episode